This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. 你哋呢種人咧，就要識得接受自己啲產品同 treatment 幫唔到幾多噶啦。當然你可以去整容，但係睇你好唔好彩咯。咪一個唔覺意啊，整翻對金魚眼翻嚟，成日突住對眼，好似俾鬼嚇親咁啊！就好似我其中一個客仔咁啫嘛。千祈唔好事啊！接受自己就好啦。你塊面、你對眼、你嘅胸，係鬥唔過啲地心吸力㗎。算把啦，輸緊㗎。你點會唔知㗎啫？你喺書館冇讀本啊 ，John Size 嘅咩？ Good afternoon. This is Front Row on the Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Material Woman in the Beauty World is a new one-actor play written by Liao Puitin, which presents a fascinating sociological portrait of an quote-unquote ordinary woman in her fifties. In the staged reading, we encounter a woman who shares with us episodes, experiences, and stories from her work as a beautician. So the reading will feature three different productions of this one-actor play: an English-language version, a Cantonese version, and also a Mandarin version. All set to be performed. By the same actor Ling Tang, joining me today, of course, though is Poetin, and she's going to tell us all about the inspiration behind this play. Welcome, Poetin. How are you today? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. Thank you, Juliet. So, Poetin, um, yeah, I guess you know, let's just get straight to it. I mean, this sounds like a fascinating character. Can you tell me uh, about the inspiration behind the story? You know, what actually uh, got you to write this? Yeah how how did this play begin? Where、well, began during COVID? Uh, about two years back, you know. So as I, you know, the first lockdown was bad, but the second lockdown was very bad, you、mm-hmm. know.、Uh, you know, because there was there seemed to be no end in sight,、mm-hmm. and so I think I went through something that you know was common to a lot of people, right? Especially those whose income was at stake, you know. Like you know, I, I, if I couldn't go for treatment, that means you know my beauty salon was not making any money from me. Yeah. Wouldn't go for haircuts and pedi and many and, and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So it was during the COVID that you know that that I, I, and also of course you know I I couldn't perform, you know I I did one production online. Opi and、uh, Professor Communitas. Yeah. yeah. And、uh, you know so 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 I have to think of of also a way to to make theatre,、mm-hmm. and so my way out was you know actually I I, I started by making、um, audio. Audio recordings of a character, and I gave them. I think you know Mark Tay from Harvard、yes. Center. He's、yes. a very good friend of mine, and I sent him very short episodes. Some were just one minute or less than one minute, and some were like five minutes. And I said, you know, Mark, have a listen to this. Does the voice sound interesting to you? Meaning, I'm trying to talk about you know the、uh, you know the experience of of being in a difficult situation in life、uh, from an older woman's point of view. And whether a young a younger person like him would find that interesting,、mm-hmm. and he did. And once I confirmed that, I found the voice for the character. So basically, I found the character, and so this character became a vehicle for me to talk about certain things that that was、uh, that I wanted to talk about,、uh, especially because you know during COVID time these thoughts came, you know,、mm-hmm. like you know、uh, you know issues about mortality. About just plain old survival in a world in this world of ours, and our country has no safety net yeah. for yeah. any one of us, you know. And then for those who really have to live by the labor, you know, by the work of their hand, by their physical labor, what does it mean for them? And so this character explores, you know, very basic issues about being alive today、mm. in a very capitalist,、uh, capitalistic society where you defend for yourself and still manage to find meaning. 
you know, still find finding connections to family, to friends, uh, to teachers, to you know, to to the government, you know, because she is trying to get a divorce from her husband for many years now, and because he has been delaying, you know, the the whole process and etc. So she's not able to get what she called the sigil cerai, mm. the divorce papers. Mm-hmm. They will allow to move on and form a new relationship because she wants to get uh, remarried. Okay. You know, so so legal the legal uh, angle also came in, you know, along with you know the social, the economic, and also within herself too. You know, she grew as a person. You know, like like how she was before she got married. Uh, you know, uh, was no longer what uh, was very different now that she's a middle-aged woman with two kids, mm-hmm. right? You know, so she learns to be more. Dis- she has learned in the process over the years from suffering, and from also resilience. You know, uh, to be more discerning about people. You know, to be more discerning about men, uh, about uh, her own principles. To also be be clearer. You know, about what are the values that are. Uh, that matter to her, mm-hmm. and and to and to live by those values and be less concerned about, you know, the external world and external external demands you now made on her. Okay. So was this, and I'm sorry if this seems intrusive, but, you know, was this uh, some of the experiences that you've seen in others or family or yourself? You know, is it a mix of like, you know, things you've seen and encountered in your own uh, personal life that you're sort of like also expressing through uh, through the character? Yeah, oh, definitely. This character is not one single person. Mm, it this sounds like a composite, right? Quite well, mm-hmm. because you know, I, I use a lot of body treatments and also beauty treatments. Um, <laughs> but it's a composite, actually, you know. And and the things that I put into the the script are things that I pers- It comes from someone's experience, right? Like it's not any one person. Still, I, I would say you know at least five or six. Uh, women mostly but a couple of men too okay. and basically it's because it's the reckoning with life you know that I think everybody goes through and you need to have a point where everything is not working and things are like stuck yeah. you know or things are spiraling down and then in that moment you just have a moment of reflection and so this play in, in a way even though you know it happens across time it's really also it will be for the audience like sharing a moment of reflection where, you know, where the character looks back. And of course, the situations in life are, are not just particular to her or peculiar to her, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think, you know, she's an ordinary person like any one of us. She doesn't have a name, but she could be anyone's mom, anyone's sister or auntie or a good girlfriend, a good daughter, you know. Like she's very recognizable in that sense. You know, so I, I just think that, you know, that, that, you know, even though she, you know, the characters in, in the mid, um, actually she's now a little bit younger. Okay. When I met her last year, she was in the 50s, but now she's like in her late 40s. And, you know, she's a very recognizable character and, and people across the generations, I think, can, can relate to, to her and through her relate to real people and real situations in life. Well, that's my hope anyway. You know, I mean, I think basically the, the important thing for me, Juliet, is, is that, you know, by doing it in three languages, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to also break uh, boundaries, you know, in people's minds. Yeah. You know, like, like all of us, we tend to stick to one kind of theatre. If we are English-speaking, then English-language theatre, and then Chinese theatre, 
And then Chinese theatre also, you know, mostly is Mandarin, but then in Kuala Lumpur and in many parts of the urban, uh, many urban centres, you know, it's not, Mandarin might not be the dominant language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Malacca, where I come from, you know, Hokkien, Penang is Hokkien, in KL is Cantonese, mm-hmm. you know, but Mandarin is very important because that is the learned language of the of many of the Chinese population that, that, that has gone to a Chinese school, you see. So I'm trying to say, okay, it's okay. This character originally is written in English, but she is a Cantonese character, actually. Okay. So I'm trying to write about a Chinese Cantonese speaker using English. And then I found Ling Tang, who, bless her, you know, I'm very, very grateful. I'm very lucky as well. Because, you know, she is multilingual. So she, she translates that back into Cantonese. And, and it's very, very difficult to find the, the, the idiom, mm. the, the spoken language uh, in, in uh, you know, the, the, the character in, in, in Cantonese. And then we thought, okay, okay, the difficulty will be translating from English to Cantonese because they are like crossing different languages. But what we didn't know that, you know, it was also quite difficult uh, to translate from the, the English and Cantonese into Mandarin. Mm. It's like every, every language has its own difficulties, you know, its own expressions and its own emotions. And so for that reason, I really want, uh, you know, people who don't speak Chinese, you know, either Mandarin or Cantonese, come for it. Because actually we understand a lot of about language uh, because because we live in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. We are kind of exposed to it without without knowing it. So the process of, of the difficulty, you know, uh, the, the, the difficult part has been done for the audience, meaning that, you know, uh, my performer, you know, and I, we have translated that into the language, you know, into other languages, into Mandarin and Cantonese. But through that language, you know, uh, I, I think that the audience are, are going to get a feeling or, or an, an experience of this character in a very different way than just from the English. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I'm asking, you know, the, the, the Chinese theatre goers, yeah, try to sit in for the English version and then sit in for the Cantonese and the Mandarin version. And then for those who only go to English theatres, you know, try, try the Mandarin and just see what happens. Because I think, you know, they might get something from it that will help them to appreciate what is going on in life around us. Yeah. Because we really live in a very rich, multicultural, multilingual society. And we actually understand more about language than we think we do. You've got a very small team working with you. Um, so there's Ling Tan, of course, who's performing and Tung Jit Yang, who is directing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about them? That's right. That's right. Last year, we, we did a reading of this, the you know, very early draft of this play. We used uh, three young women okay. uh, who were like between the ages of 18 and 21, very young, you know. And and uh, it was very interesting to see them, you know, trying to understand the situation, you know, uh, of of a woman's life who who might be closer in age to their mothers. mothers. <laughs> and they brought in a perspective that was very interesting. In, in fact, you know, it was because of their reading, which was directed by uh, Tung Jik Yang, that I realized that actually, you know, there is a young audience also for a play like this. Mm. It is very accessible because the issues are, are human issues. They are not generational issues as such, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but Ling is different. Ling, I'm working with Ling Tang for the first time. Because last year I was just, you know, watching all kinds of stuff. 
and uh, so I went 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 to her her theatre, which was in Salak, uh, Salak, Salak South. Salak South, yeah. Now theatre, they, they they had a festival and they invited me, so I went for like three days of performances, very very exciting, uh, new uh, new scripts and new directors and etc. Young directors, if not new. And I saw her and I said, well, you know, I really want her to perform Material Woman because she's kind of closer in age to the character. And also, you know, she she's from the Chinese theatre world and she has a lot of language in her and a lot of theatre training. Mm-hmm. She was trained in France as well as in Beijing, you know. And France, you know, the, the training she got at the Lacoque Academy, you know, is a very physical kind of training. It's, it's clowning, actually. Mm-hmm. The physical theatre clowning. In, in Beijing, it's classical Chinese drama, you know, classical Chinese, uh, modern, classical modern Chinese drama. So she brings in, you know, a lot of nuances and, and, and tones to the script in, in all the languages uh, that, I couldn't, that I couldn't find just in the English alone. And, and Jit too, you know, brings in, because Jit uh, was trained in the U.S. And uh, his forte is actually devised theatre. Okay. But he has a very deep appreciation of text. You know, he, he is a Shakespeare uh, freak, I would say. <laughs> He's really obsessed with Shakespeare and, and speech and text. So he brings in a certain kind of reading of the play. You know that was that is very deep. So you know, so between Jit and uh, and Ling, they are putting together. You know, even at the reading level, you know that of course the reading is to really to hear the script, but already you can see a character emerging. You can see a performance emerging, and which is actually very good, uh, very good prep for us because we are going to perform at the GTF, mm-hmm. George uh, Georgetown Festival in in uh, July. And after that, uh, we are going to restage it. I'm sure we will, knowing these two, you know, we're going to go through some kind of a reworking. Okay. And then we will restage it in KL sometime in the year, maybe in September or thereabouts. Okay. Okay. So so this, um, what is coming up uh, on the 29th and 30th, it will be sort of a very pared down, sort of very um, intimate. Very uh, very minimalistic uh, performance, right? And uh, it's uh, so it's happening from the 29th to the 30th of April. It's happening over at Five Arts Studio, which is in GMB BKL, right? So that's the 29th performance, and the performance on the 30th is at Indisini KL Pack. And how can folks uh, get their hands on tickets? Ah, uh, they just need to go to Cloud Joy and, and get the ticket. Cloud there. Joy, yeah. And, Cloud and Joy. maybe in, you know, Juliet, if I may, just to explain a little bit about the reading, because we find that some people are a little bit confused. Sure. Because they're not used to getting two shows for the price of one. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so at GMBB, our performance is at, uh, starts at 8 o'clock. I call it a performance, but it's like a stage reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, a stage reading really is a, is a rehearsed reading. And so we use a very simple set. So you have an idea of what happens in the script uh, with, with the performer kind of reading and performing along the way. So in uh, in five arts uh, at the GMBB Mall is at eight o'clock. It's on the twenty ninth, and we are going to do a reading in English first for about an hour. Take a very short break, and then we'll do a reading in Cantonese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have a post show chat. I've invited some people to come and chat to us, and I think that'll be quite interesting. So the event will take about three hours max. Yeah, and the price is thirty eight ringgit. Mm-hmm. And then on the thirtieth. Uh, at Indicini KL Pack, uh, 
the, the readings will be held at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And we'll start off with English first and then Mandarin. Yeah. Okay. And again, the price is the same, you know. So again, it takes about uh, three, you know, it takes about an hour each for the uh, for the readings, a short break and then a short discussion, maybe two and a half to three hours. Okay. And the tickets are available at Cloud Joy. Cloudjoy.com, right? Okay, all right. And so it's happening tomorrow, uh, you know, and it's kicking off on the 29th. So do get your tickets uh, as soon as you can. Putin, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. Any any last message or any uh, any concluding message that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, we say come, you know, come and see it, you know, come and meet this very interesting character. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Ling is a fascinating performer. She has a lot of training, a lot of experience, and she brings a lot of humor into even the reading. You know, uh, there's, it's not a green play at all. You know, I mean, the character does go through dark patches in her life. But she's a very resilient character and she's very inspiring. You know, someone that, that will inspire us if we just listen to her story. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Britin, for joining me today. I've been speaking to Liao Britin. She's a playwright. Her play, Material Woman in the Beauty World, a stage reading, will be performed uh, over two days. So it's happening starting tomorrow, the 29th of April, Saturday. And that performance is happening at Five Arts Centre, which is at GMBB Plaza. That performance will be in English and Cantonese. So the English one starts at 8pm, the Cantonese one starts about 9.15pm and it's 38 ringgit for both the English and Cantonese uh, performances. And the second staging will happen on Sunday the 30th of April. That's happening over at Indicini in KL Pack. So that's at 3pm, also in English, but then in Mandarin. So again, you get two for the price of one, 38 ringgit. You can get your tickets at cloudjoy.com. That's cloudjoy.com. Just search for Material Woman in the Beauty World. Uh, and if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row, or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. People like me are everywhere. We look ordinary. We fit in. Just another married woman paying for their barang-barang at the supermarket checkout counter. We are everywhere. You know we are more auntie than we look because we pay cash and we check every item on the receipt before we go. We don't like to pay for plastic bags. We bring our own bags when we go shopping. This is a small saloon. I do everything. Sometimes the boss will help up. My basic pay is not high, but my commission are now very good because I have confidence in these products. So I dare to promote them to my clients. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.